Sound level's good. Sound level's good. Hello? That's a little bit better. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the StoryWorks Podcast. I am your host, Zach Gosen. I'm your co-host, Andrew Hall. What are we talking about today, Andrew? Can anybody guess <laughs> just from that? <laughs> We're talking about Dune, man. It's Dune. It's Dune, not Doom, not Doom. Not Doom. Okay. I, I um was talking to I think Get Dan. Out of here, Dwayne. <laughs> the rivalry continues. <laughs> I was talking to Dan about uh, what we were doing for this week. Yeah, and when I said Dune, he was like, "What? With the? You mean with the Rock? Stop this! Like, no, not the one with that wrestler. Stop this! <laughs> we want, we're talking about the one with the good wrestler. With the, oh no, uh oh, <laughs> ouchies! The Dave Batista defender has logged on, and he's always on, baby. And I'm always online. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, so we're a little late on this one. We're two years late yeah, to the Dune experience. Ago. But I mean, it's just in time for Dune Part Two to come out. See, that's what makes me feel better. We don't have to wait as long like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an OG Dune fan. I had to wait. Uh. <laughs> People who who grew up with uh, the Lynch version of Dune. <laughs> That's rough. I've been waiting since since the eighties for, for the correct people who grew up reading Frank Herbert's Dune. Yeah, God, in the fifties years. God, this is, this is crazy, man. This is the story goes back a long time, long time, and it's a really cool take on fantasy. I've really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. So though we were late, it's yeah. better to be late than to not experience at all uh, it at all. It's true. Very philosophical, wise words. Thank you. I'm a philosopher by trade. When you said that, it hit deep. I Hashtag that. deep. Just some deep thoughts. Just things you think about at deep 3 a.m. by yourself. Zach Gosen. New segment incoming. Actually not. <laughs> Actually not. Let us All know right. if you want that, though. Um, yeah, I guess. If you don't hear enough of me talking about things. Just deep thoughts. Just deep thoughts. So, we've got a huge epic to discuss. Um, just part one of this epic. Um, I guess we can start off with some spoiler-free stuff. Or, or what do you think? Should we? Just, it's been out for two years. It's been out for two years. It's also been a book for a very long time. It's also been a book for a very long time. Should we just, uh, full disclosure, spoiler warning here? I mean, yeah, I think. I think we could probably just do that. That's it, fair. It's been a while, man. Movie's been out for a while. We'll for see. sure. It's on It's on Max. It's on Max, baby. It's on Max. Give me a subscription. Give me give me a lifetime subscription to Max. Give me Max, please. Give me Max. You know, not a lot of people say it by its correct name these days. They're still I know, mistaking they still it. call it HBO Max. Well, like that was like ever something cool. Like Max isn't like the new hotness. <laughs> Watch Dune on HBO Max. Yeah, check it out. Well, no, watch Dune on Max. No! I fucked up. I fucked <laughs> Watch Dune on Max. Check it out. 
if you haven't already. I'm pretty sure we're the only ones that are late to this party. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a long movie, but it's worth it, man. It really is. And that was one of the biggest things keeping me from it. It but is I gotta, an epic. You got to just put some time aside and check it out. So, going into it, what kind of expectations did you have for this movie? And uh, how, what, like, what was your reaction when you initially saw trailers and, and things coming out yeah. for it? So, I mean, like, I knew that it was one of the quintessential sci-fi stories, but I didn't know too much more about it, and I had never gotten around to looking it up or anything. I just knew it was a, a book that was made a long time ago. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. Yep. Um, but I was interested in it, and then once I realized that it's like, fantasy elements mixed with science fiction elements yeah. and it's like like you get like feudalism right mixed in with like spacefaring society and it and it really did work so well it Very really cool. did um what was keeping you from going at the time just didn't really have the motivation quite i think i was just watching other things yeah i don't even remember what i what the fuck even happened in 2020? Nobody knows. I think I like trauma blocked it. <laughs> just all of it. It's just gone. It's <laughs> not there. Yeah, no, I I think it, same thing for me, man. It was just a, a busy time. It was a long movie. I don't know what was happening with my children at the time, but sometimes it's hard to get out to the theater. We've been uh, it is. We've got a little bit of a got, kids are older, so it's a little bit easier for us to get out there. Yeah. We've been doing it a little bit more recently. Um, but I would have loved to see this on the big screen, to be honest. I mean, and it's incredible. And I cannot wait to see part two in theaters. We should see part two in IMAX. Oh, I feel like we have to. I feel like it's it, it, justifiable, for sure, for this movie. I mean, most movies it is, but, you know. Yeah. It's, an, it's more of an experience. And this is definitely like a visual love letter, you know, for people who love cinematography. And, yeah, definitely going to be worth it. <clears throat> oh hell yeah brother and the sound dude the sound design i wish we could have heard in a theater because the sound dude. was incredible insane yeah we were listening to it on my fucking on my piss poor speakers yeah yeah it was still booming it was still yeah booming. i had to fucking blast it oh yeah but i dude can you imagine if i like, had like an actual sound system yeah got like a five one surround sound going on yeah. the voices that that shit's nuts it's crazy so what's what's interesting about this story to me is that um i draw it to a couple parallels with other movies um which is also it, you know this this came out in the 50s this predates a lot of things that we've seen you know yeah so seeing this movie i thought of a lot a lot of star wars influence um not really influence but like how this correlates into that universe because we have similar things you know there's yeah, a, there's a yeah. galactic emperor yes kind of ruling over and pulling strings um and then it also made me think of avatar james cameron's avatar in the sense of you know this has a lot to do with nature and the preservation with, of with blue <laughs> you know people. blue skin blue eyes yeah. you know <laughs> easy it's parallels bro <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, just like at, as uh, overarching themes of like 
preserving nature and um, forces coming off world to make your planet, your home theirs yeah, to get yeah. what they need from the land. So like Pandora and Araki, very similar to me in that way. Yeah, no, I can <clears throat> definitely see those parallels. And also, you know, James Cameron is trying to go for some kind of like Messiah slash prodigal child in Avatar yes. 2, like it's yeah. steering in that direction. Very much so. And, uh, you know, Dune is like super upfront with that. In part one, it's just like, I think the the whole chosen one and like this this prodigal son, the mother and the son. But I love that just it's, kept blowing me and Andrew away. <laughs> I just I just love that it's like like they have the whole savior complex thing. Yeah, but then they also flip it on its head and are like, "Yeah, we planted the seeds of this on this planet." Yeah, like hundreds of years ago. Yeah. To to build this religion. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy, man. Um, I so going back to like pulling those parallels, I really enjoyed this kind of space epic in comparison to like Star Wars, because like yeah. so much of that content, the space epic kind of feel that it's just all Star Wars these days. It's just yeah, you know, it's hard to get anything that's not just Star. Exactly. So this was like so. I was just so happy just seeing like new designs. Yes. You know, new ways to traverse the galaxy, different ships, different planets, um, and a different take on it. It was just really nice. You know, there's an emperor, but there's there's an emperor that's not even really shown in the first one. Gives you Star Wars vibes. Uh, The Baron. It was an incredible, incredible enemy. Yeah. Um, but way more. I, I mean, Star Wars gets super political, but it's kind of more political how he pulls the strings in yes, the background. Very much so. The, um, all the conflicts between the different families and the emperor. yes, that's another thing. Like that, I enjoyed about this is it's it's not just like there's just an emperor and then there's just the universe. It's like yeah, we've got an emperor and we've got like these houses that define different parts of the gal like different planets different houses have yeah. different planets it's like game of thrones meets space it's super cool man yeah and i didn't really expect that i didn't i didn't know what to expect going into this because it wasn't that yeah for sure i mean also like speaking of that the fact that they're mostly using swords like this is hand yeah. like sword combat i didn't really expect Blasters that either are like not really a thing they yeah seem very there's like anti-aircraft stuff like there's missiles and like but it's like heavy artillery when it comes to being on the ground and i don't know if we'll see any of this in part two but so far it's all sword combat at the end of the movie when they're in like when they meet the rest of the fremen yeah he gets the that pistol dude yeah okay yeah so there are guns yeah I think they're just really rare it's really is really unique too it's got a really interesting design it's like he had to like yeah unfold it out shit was crazy man yeah like an origami gun yeah oh man so there's a lot to talk about with this movie um i guess just starting off like what were the initial things that had you really excited what did you really enjoy just going into the movie the sense of scale um everything is so huge yeah um 
just so like the the designs of everything the the like the way their ships are yeah designed the way their buildings are designed oh yeah it's all so unique and so cool for sure very thought out man yeah um the director definitely had a vision for this like to a t and you can tell that he worked closely and really well with his team set design i mean these sets were incredible dude unfucking real yeah yeah um i really liked the dis- like the the stark contrast between um the original planet that atreides the atreides family yeah, lived nice on little like blue green yes home dark blues and greens and um highlands you got the ocean uh splashing up on the mountains yeah also made it feel very games of thrones game of thrones like to me Um, and then iraqis is just orange just fucking like that shit is it's nuts it's nuts um huge sets man like 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 actual ginormous spaces for the actors to go in, immerse themselves, and really get in touch with their character. Extremely impressive. Yeah. Like, could you could you imagine, just imagine for a second, that the Star Wars prequels are exactly the same, except the... Like, They're not the just actual, filmed in a blue room. Yes, like the actual set design was crafted as carefully... As in this movie, because like the set, they really made the planets their own characters. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. They all have character. Like they all, yeah. Each planet has character to it. It's so fucking cool, man. The buildings, um, like like when they meet with the uh, like the emperor's army or whatever on the one planet. Yeah. And it's just pouring rain yeah entire fucking time yeah and i love that scene too man um oh, what are they called heart heart uh, with an the harkonnens are the harkonnens yeah that's that's like when they the... re- went back to their home planet yeah they so it, the beginning of the movie starts out quick i, I love that the, the harkonnen had a rocky's like down pretty, to his science yeah pretty down pat they had it down, like the the routines to gather the spice. Um, I love that it's you know Zendaya opens the movie up. Yeah, um, it's like the mo- it's the most you see of her for. Yeah, you don't hear her film. speak at all after that, really, until the end of the movie. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, but she still has such an impact just being in his visions. Yeah, I should say real. about her like great acting, even though she's not really in it as much as you may think mm-hmm. um she's definitely gonna be in the next one. Oh yeah really excited to see um their relationship flourish and and what comes of these visions you know? yeah because i don't know I, I don't know i haven't read up on the story or anything yeah i don't know the the dune lore super excited to see how it plays out um the fucking characters in this thing were done so like so well. Like I, I really am invested in everybody. Yeah. You know? Dude, I loved <clears throat> excuse me. That's okay. 
I love Jason Momoa's character. I know. I know. And it's like, I'm, I I do like Jason Momoa, but I'm usually not like crazy for him. Yeah. I think it's the whole Aquaman thing he's been going through. Yeah. And like in fat, in the newest fast movie, they just have him be this absolute psycho madman. Like, <laughs> Stop, dude. No. I, I can't do it. Um exactly though. Like they just like fucking go over the top. Uh dude, he's yeah, just John he's really Cena grounded. The same in this. way in the movie before, and now he's like the fun uncle. What do you mean? In the fast movies. Oh yeah. Okay. Like yeah, fast for nine, sure. he was the bad Jesus guy because he was Dom's like Long lost. What happens when what happens when family gets in the way? You made your own family and you abandoned me. Now I'm a black ops agent with my own hitman squad, and I'm gonna take your ass out and I'm gonna destroy your family. I'll kick your ass. And then at the end, he's like, "John, it's all about family." John, you are family. He's like, "Oh, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, brother." And like in the trailer for Fast Ten, he was like a fun uncle driving the kids around all right <laughs> very cool anyways <laughs> who are we talking about we were talking about jason momoa right jason momoa josh brolin also was really cool yeah dude he's not you know rigged up and uh the CG suit, you know, yeah. he doesn't have the... He gets to just be a man, and yeah. it's so funny how short he is. Holy shit. Dude, I had no clue. Short but powerful. We love our short king. Dude, I love... Yeah, he's got some great moments in there, and his character was pretty... Contra- not, like, super contrast, but I think he, he shared, like, kind of a relationship um, concerning Paul, you yeah. know, like like Duncan. Yeah, yeah. You know, Duncan he was, was like the kinda, hey kiddo, like Yeah, he Duncan was like the good good cop to yeah. Josh Brolin's bad cop. Right, cuz they both trained him and when Duncan had to go, Josh Brolin's character Duncan was like the open hand whereas Yeah. Josh Brolin was the closed fist. As yeah, dude, Timothy's uh, Paul is like talking, he's kind of whining about training for the day. Yeah. You know? He's and like he yeah, throws really the Yeah. <laughs> it goes like right next to his leg. He's like, shield up, boy. Dude. By the way, those shields. Yeah. So fucking cool. Super cool, man. Really enjoyed it. Um, but I got to be honest, I, I, I'd i rather see what they did in the in the 1980 uh, David Lynch iteration. No, you don't. Iteration. I mean, you don't believe that. You don't want You don't want that. It's just, dude, it's just hard polygons around there. You can't do this to me. They tried to make it too early. It just wasn't time yet. I'm sorry, David. It just wasn't time yet. David knows. (laughs) He knows. (laughs) Poor guy. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, no, the shields were sick, and they they play a super integral part in the story. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about the Baron for a second. Let's talk about the threat, and then we'll get to our hero. Good old Stellan Skarsgård. He did so good. What a terrifying motherfucker. He is a really good actor. He is. He is. You brought up that he was uh, in uh, a lead in Chernobyl. Yeah. That's where you recognized him from. man, Boris. Yeah. I mean, he's also in like four. Right. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, 
He's also in um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. He plays uh, he plays Orlando Bloom's father. In that yeah. Bootstrap Bill. Good old Bootstrap. I don't know why that's the first thing I recognized him from when I saw him in this. I was like, that's Bootstrap Bill. I know that guy. Where's his bootstraps? Where's his bill? Where's his bill? <laughs> um, the Baron is a scary I don't like guy. Him. I do not like him. He's just this large when he levitates oh my god i don't like that dude he's got the 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 black robe on that comes up with him my dude i do not like that (laughs) oh my god when he's in the black goop he's just like I do not like that. First off, yeah, he's just in he's there. He's so gross in every scene he's in. There's it a is. scene where he's like eating like frogs or something. He's just. It's like it's so sloppy. That's like towards the end, isn't it? And then he yeah. floats over. Uh, yeah, then he floats over the table. Nasty, nasty. When you first see him, dude, he's like in the fucking sweat room. He's just like sweating. Yeah, one he out. is. And he's just like, and you're like, Batista's you can feel like, the heat. Why did they? Like, why did they take this from us? A gift is a gift. <laughs> Wedding is a gift. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? This is like some wh- the whale type shit getting into those prosthetics. God, dude. took seven hours. That's insane. Like when you have to show up to set at like three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you. What do you? When do you wrap at like two p.m. and then go home and go to sleep? Like I don't There's understand no how that way, works. Dude. That shit's insane. Huge credit to um, you know Stella Skarsgård for being able to go through that. Anybody who undergoes this intense makeup process, Hats that's off. that's really hard for an actor. You know. Not yeah, only are dude. you doing that, but then you got to go do these crazy scenes right afterwards. Yeah. Big props. Um, they are but, big props. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah. And I think it looks a lot better in the long run. I'm glad they didn't go with VFX for it. Oh, you know? God, yeah. Make him into like a CG monster. Yeah. It's not going to work. It's not going to be as effective. You can't do this to me. I think from what I saw in the Dune 2 trailer, his his boy Bill Skarsgård is going to be in the sequel. Oh, really? So uh, that'll be interesting. Did you see the trailer for 2? I think I did see it, but it's... I don't think it like registered in my brain. At the time, yeah. We're going to have to watch it again. I, I think, think the only I'm pretty I, hype the about only it. thing I remember seeing is the clip of him writing the worm. Yeah. Yeah, baby. That's what I remember that seeing. That shit's sick. But that's like the only clip of of the trailer that I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean that's the most memorable moment for sure. Yeah. That's they're like, yeah, this boy's going he's going off, ladies and gentlemen. He is going all right man let's talk about let's talk about paul my man let's talk about timothy in a in a world where you have names like leto 
like Atreides is just a badass house name. Atreides is your house name. Baron. You like Harkonnens is that family's name. Yeah. Um, your name's Paul, and your mom's name is Jessica. What's up, Paul? No, yeah. I guess it makes sense because like Duncan is a pretty normal name. But that's what I was gonna say, like Duncan Idaho. Yeah. Okay. His last Come name. On. His last Idaho. name is Idaho. That's the '50s shining in a little bit. Yeah. Duncan Idaho. Um, pretty fucking funny. But dude, Paul is the man. Dude, he's goaded. I goaded I, with the sauce. And Timothy Chalamet is so fucking good. Yeah. So good. I really haven't seen him in anything. I don't think you know. No, I don't. Think I think so. Dune was his I first big his movie. First, yeah. And then he started to get cast in more and more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he is so good. He he really just drove. Dude. He pushed that story forward with a force, dude. Yeah. His emotion. You're right there with him, you know? There's so much that rests on this character's shoulders. It's fucking following incredible. Time, Not only are you the heir of House Atreides, you're also like the heir of a, of a possible, like... You're God, pro- dude. <laughs> Basically, dude. Um, you're following this huge prophecy, like, the, on his mother's you're side. Like the prophet. You've got this whole organization of that, that use this uh, I don't know what you call it this the ethereal voice. force <laughs> called the voice this commanding force um give me the knife kill him <laughs> it's crazy dude he's got so he's just got these two ginormous things going on in his life already just like from the first 30 minutes of the film that you're introduced to yeah. and they clash so hard Throughout the second, third acts, and just so much happens, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's so good. Um, I love the scenes of Paul with his dad, Oscar Isaac. Like, it's like they're, even just like on the their home, like their home world. When yeah, they're just when they're standing out there on the cliff edge, looking over yeah. the, the water and everything. I, that scene is amazing, dude. Dude, it's so good. He is like number one father from the fucking start, dude. dude. He's a real one. He's a real one. He like he knows straight up from the get go that we're getting sent here as like a political death, essentially. It, but he's like, he's like, we're going and we're gonna strive. Absolutely, he's like, we're gonna show him what this house is fucking made of, dude. It's some serious. You said it right off the bat, man. Um, how stark, yeah, <laughs> like straight up, how stark vibes. Um, I like it even better, you yeah. know. Uh, but just the fate that befalls how stark is very similar to what happens to House Atreides in this, yeah. Um, man, more of an instantaneous speaking eradication, of the though, downfall of House Atreides. Zach and I, man, we went to bat. We we were we were convinced that our man, the doctor, was a good man. Ah, oh man. Oh <laughs> my fucking guy. The Dude. timing could not have been better. I think it was maybe a minute. Yeah. After you had said it. Yeah. Uh but you were like, oh man, the doctor's pretty 
pretty fucking goaded. Absolutely. Um, and then I was like, yeah, the doctor fucks for sure. The thief, Oh, yeah, he fucks. And then like a minute later, he betrays the house Atreides. Yeah, um, Cheng Chen is the actor's name. Um, he because he's always checking on Timothy, dude. He's always he's got the he seemed to have the best interest of our boys. Yeah, let him. He let him so, in on like yeah. The, you're about to talk to these people. I don't know if you can really trust them too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, as soon as he he finished checking Paul's diagnostics, he left. I was like. He kicks ass, man. Yeah. That's my that's my fucking boy. That's my, this that's is his, my guy. This is my guy, dude. And then he narrator voice. Oh, it was not his guy. What he uses, like whatever those, I think it's like maybe that gun that that shoots the piercing yeah. dart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's cool as fuck. Terrifying. Rips right through the shields, yeah. man. And then. Yeah, the the fate and then of he's our like, tooth. I'm going to replace your tooth with a poison tooth. If when you're in front of the Baron, you can bite it, dude. Dude, and then he's like, Hey, give me my wife. Let me be with my wife. He's like, Okay, yeah, I'll let you be with your wife. <laughs> cool. Thanks and you for just, selling you, out House of Trades. You already knew, right? He killed you so knew. many people. He he he, his character was put in a position where it's like, I, I you know I want to get my wife back, but you're you're destroying an entire exactly, house. Dude, but so of course, like what 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 lengths will you go to get back your loved ones? You Precisely. Know? Even though you know the Baron's a piece of piece of fucking garbage shit. and probably was not going to give you what you want, he was holding on to that last hope. Yeah, it's hard to give up that last hope. But then you know you see what our what our good Lord Duke is reduced to and it makes you fucking sad man pour one out he was so like it, going back to him and Paul's you know connection I want you to in sit in with me on these house meetings yeah the whole thing like you know he had the leg. Paul has the legacy of House Atreides on his shoulders but his father was immediately like you know, if if this isn't what you want, if this isn't what you want to take on, you'll like our, always be. He was like, "Dude, our what great, I needed our you great grandpa chased bulls." Yeah. Like you don't have to do whatever you want. Or like yeah. you don't have to do whatever I tell you to. Right. Exactly. Follow your own path. He's just like, "You're gonna be my son either way, and that's all that matters." It's so good. And man. that shit hit. Oh. That's early on in the movie, and that's just set the standard for. Who who the Duke's character was, yeah. um, and he he really he really was the best until the very end. Oh, dude, I'm so mad that the Baron survived the oh, poison. Fuck, what a dickhead, man! He was up, he's up in the ceiling in the corner, like <laughs> dude is like Palpatine, straight up. Like he just just fucking die, dude. Just go. Please. Somehow the Baron Somehow survived. The Baron survived. <laughs> That to the whole the poison two thing was badass, but it's Leto saying it. It's yeah. it's the Duke saying it. Somehow, the Baron returned. <laughs> that hurts, man. <laughs> I didn't even realize when when I quoted it's it. Oscar first. Isaac, baby. Uh, 
so loved it, man. What what did you think of of Paul's mother, Jessica, Lady Jessica, um, played by Rebecca Ferguson? I think that she is like a she like she drink <clears throat> she like drinks the Kool Aid of her like like her her cult or whatever that she yeah she, like the psychic voice cult that she's in right. Um, and it, because of that, she allows Paul to come to harm, like a pretty significant amount of harm. Dude, that see, it was there's. I was like, you are not a good no mom. No, that was like right off rip. You're I was very... like, you're just standing out, and she, and the lady was like, go ahead and scream as much as you want. Your mom's standing at the door. She's not gonna. Let She's not gonna in. interfere. Yeah. So you've got Leto, who is his fucking like father of the decade, and then you've got her. And and at the beginning of the movie, you're like, I really don't like you because Paul is like, I'm mad at you. <laughs> now you gotta wa- You have to watch season three. If you've watched seasons one and two to understand our quotes from like all f- other forty six episodes, we're on for- we're on season three now. You got to get with it. Why don't you follow me on Instagram? <laughs> New videos every Friday. Thank you, Jeremy. But so you got you got her literally putting Paul in in the face of, yeah. of death. It's like she, yeah. he would have died if he failed that little test he was put through. Mm-hmm. Which, on a note of acting, so good, dude. You know, Tim, like that was just a box that he put his hand in for this like and test I was that like, he did. Hey, you need to be like. Freaking the fuck out! Yeah, and he nailed it. He fucking nailed it. I was very impressed. That uh, said, like her initial first impression of being like shit, mom. Yeah, I think she got better as the movie went on. For sure, for sure. And it's kind of clear that you know a lot, a lot of what the secret society. I can't remember the name of you know the wielders of the voice. They have their own agenda. And it's bigger than anything I think Jessica They're trying could to stop. bring about this this chosen one. Yeah. And they Seeing, think they're very close. Yeah. But I think Jessica thinks that it's Paul. For sure, dude. For sure. But for some reason, like the elders this seems to not want that to be the case. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess because she doesn't think she can control Paul. That's true. Yep. I don't think you can. Um Paul motherfucking Atreides, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> He's the fucking man. Uh, by so by the end of the movie, yeah, you're pretty like I, I was invested in yeah. her. You want to see? I was more them hanging out in the yeah sand dune. You get island. more of like yes, she cares for him. She it just doesn't show at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and I think that might be intentional. I thought it was interesting. You know, Dude, she had like, to win my trust. Back. It was like battered woman. She she was like a battered woman when that lady was around. Yeah. Terrified, terrified, so withdrawn. Yeah, for good reason. Um, that lady's terrifying. I hate her. The the immediate like Neil. She just and he just like oh dude, awesome shots, great sequence. The voice is very cool. Yeah, absolutely. The way they sound design that dude, it's just it's fucking scary. Doesn't. Properly know how to use it yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, he can use it, but it's like 
Right. He gets the inflection wrong a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's an interesting thing, like, because at the beginning, like, he's he's trying to get the right tone, you know, his mom's on his ass about it. Yeah. And you can hear it, like, ringing throughout, like, ornaments, like, in the room. It's it's a really interesting I concept. I was going to say, I don't know what the power is. Right. right. Something like, about comes the from. combination of these voices is what, like, commands people. And it's like, you don't fuck with these guys. You don't. No. You're not, you are part, Take off you are the, not part of the turbo. Yeah, when it, when they have Paul and Jessica under, you know, captive. And they basically just need to keep that thing on her mouth yeah, because dude. otherwise you're fucked. And boy, do they get fucked. Shit's I love dope. that they talk in sign language. Super cool. Very helpful, too. Very helpful. Um, gets them out of a lot of shit, man. Yeah. Just like the little, like, yeah, off the, the little side. signs. Uh-huh. Um, that little stuff like that helps to show their relationship kind of growing mm-hmm. throughout, too, as survivors. Dude. Her, like, consoling him when he's, like, tripping off of the spice. So, yeah, let's talk about Paul's <clears throat> visions, man. I love how they handle, the, the like, the visions in this movie. Because they're not, like, one... It's not... They exactly keep, they how you think it's going to continuously happen throughout the film with like no real warning when they're coming. Yeah. And then like yeah, like you said, it it just because they the vision happens doesn't mean it's going to happen exactly like that. Man. He sees a vision of Duncan dying during like a meeting with the Fremen. Yeah. And it doesn't happen because it's, he told Duncan about it. It doesn't happen there, but then he dies in that hallway segment. Mm -hmm. But he's not fighting Fremen there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like, just a side note, I like Duncan's appreciation for the Fremen. Duncan's a cool fucking guy. Duncan's cool. Um, Totally lost my train of thought. I was Uh, like, Duncan's cool. He's he's a cool, he's a chill dude. He heard Duncan and he checked out. Yeah, dude, for (laughs) for sure. (laughs) (laughs) What, What was I on about then? Oh no! What were you on about, dude? We were talking about the visions. Yeah, the visions. Star Wars visions. I remember now. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, favorite vision. That's what I wanted to get to. Your favorite. What the, is your like, favorite vision? You know, when they they buried themselves in a spice hole and were, like yeah, stayed dude. there for the night. <laughs> And he's just like frothing at the fucking mouth, dude. Giving that whole speech, about dude. What his he's whole saying. ass, yeah, monologue oh, to his mom. So cool. He just saw like his his entire come up as this like it's insane leader of uh, an entire revolution, man. Fucking uh, a whole army, uh, flying House Atreides sigils after yeah. the demise of of the house. You know, yeah. It was incredibly powerful. My man, yeah, my man sees his origin. But eh, we just don't know what's going to happen. Like, how's it going to play out? I definitely think he's going to become this, like, legendary, you know. He is the chosen one, one, for sure. Uh, But I'm just really excited to see what happens with this vision and how this plays out. Yeah. Um, Another thing about, like, how these visions can be, like, misleading, we've got visions of the one character who is uh, Fremen, Who's like saying, you know, I'll teach you the ways of the desert, and it, yeah, they're making this guy out to be like a guiding figure that he's going to meet, and he does meet that meet him, and he's not 
at he, all. He wants to kill. He wants to Paul. fucking murder this dude. He's like, this guy is not real. This guy's a. They fucking even say phony. like, well, they're like, we'll bring him in. We'll let you guys have refuge with us. And he's like, no. Yeah, I won't allow it. It's crazy, and he's calling out the leader. Yeah. Uh, Man gets his shit rocked, dude. But I think that's what I think. Where's your champion? But that's the whole thing, though, man, is that that fight taught Paul. I know that it's crazy. I'll show you the way of the desert. That's one way of the desert. That's the way of the desert, baby. Deathmatch. Live or you die. I, yeah. I'm very excited to see. Paul and Jessica's like integration into, into the frame society. Yes. Because we saw I just think it's so cool how like the invaders of the planet live in comparison to the Fremen, just absolutely yeah. absorbed in Dude, nature. The and, the people the the like their house where where they live, like the uh, occupying family. Yeah. They have to fucking stay inside for like half the day. Oh yeah, they're like because it's, it just gets too hot. You can't even fucking step out there right now, man. Whereas it's the Fremen are just walls. wearing their suits and can just walk around. Yeah, and like this, this whole fortress is is made to to withstand the hardest the harshest sandstorms. I think um, it was quoted in in the book that it's like 200 mile an hour winds with sand just shredding through. So they had to design what looked like something that could really withstand that. And they did really well with it for sure. That's crazy. Um, Dude, they had a whole kind of James Cameron, like in our, in our avatar two episode, we talk about, you know, how they would build up the digital world and like, you have a camera that'll let you get shots. yeah. Yeah. They did that process for the shots of the city. Yeah, like the shots of it looks like helicopter shots, like coming in. That's cool. And you're looking at it from above. He he was able to just get those angles and have that control in camera, uh, and I just think that's super fucking cool. That is. Super I cool. really enjoy that technology as a director, just being able to do that, having all that Man's power. Nerding out, he's nerding out. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But super cool. I love the design of that city as as a contrast to how the Fremen are just like. I can get through this sandstorm, dude. I, like they just know what to yeah. do, dude. Um, their sandwalk. They're like, don't fuck with us. Yeah, the sandwalk. I when the when um, the leader of the Fremen first comes to meet with Leto. He's he's like, I've seen guys like you come and go. Literally, dude. He's like, you're just <laughs> like, you're just, just the next alone. one here. Don't come just, looking for us. Yeah, just stay away from us and our spots. Yeah, dude. And he's like, he he tells him like, and stop taking our resources. But like, yeah, he's like, just yeah, we know why you're here. So get your spice and, and leave yeah. us alone. Um, I love that he spits on the ground as an introduction, and it's like almost go time, dude. They're ready. Fucking Josh Brolin is ready to murder this he man. Didn't like this guy at all. Duncan's like, like, oh, him. hold on, guys, hold on, guys. Thank you for offering your moisture. <laughs> and then he spits. Yeah. Fucking great. I loved it. Um, and, you know, the, the leader of the Fremen did have respect for for Leto. Yeah. You know? It's just he's seen it. He's seen it all in his time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
really excited to get to know that character more. Yeah, going forward. Yeah, for sure. I just I just can't wait to see the Fremen side, you know, yeah. that that deep shit part. Very too. exciting. Um Anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything come to mind? I'm trying to think. Oh, you know, I did want to bring up the 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 aircrafts that they use on Arrakis, dude, like the dragonfly design. Oh yeah, it's dude. so fucking cool, man. The, Very sick. It's the six wings. Yeah. Um, in the books, I guess it's described that the they look kind of like a bird, but the director, um, Denny, was not. He was like, I want something, um, a little rougher around the edges. Okay. You know, okay. something that's that looks big, sturdy, something that's that can take up take, take on hits. this environment yeah sandstorm um bro they ride that shit through a damn sandstorm i love that scene that's another thing i was gonna bring up like the coasting and the hovering like when they're just trying to literally like a force moment yeah oh straight up dude yeah straight up um he has that vision yeah he's like just you just gotta go with it man like yeah just let go wild i loved it that that scene was so fucking cool and just seeing how how that sandstorm was tearing that fucking ship up, dude. The wings flying off. Brutal, man. Really cool. Um, that's another instance of just enjoying this new take on like science fiction, what's what spacecrafts can look like. Yeah. Um, we didn't even talk about the worm. <laughs> I can't remember the worm's name. Starts with an S. Uh, he's not on I- IMDb. I don't know if he's got his page oh, up yet. Man. He's pretty new to Hollywood. He's not voiced by like D. Bradley <laughs> Baker or something. Yeah, yeah, just going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you My think God. the worm every time it eats something it goes? <laughs> My dude. <laughs> yeah, I do think that actually. I do think, that. dude. Sandworms. Okay, I, I would. You would not catch me anywhere outside of that city if I was a, of House nope. of Trades. Nope. I'd be like, oh, cool. Rockets are coming down right here. I can either die right now, relatively quick, or I can go be I'll devoured die. by a sandworm. I'll die quickly. I don't want to get devoured by a sandworm. Dude, the teeth. You got to make it stop. It's got to stop. I hate those when, teeth. When Paul dude. is like just face to face with it, and it goes. Dude, they make <sighs> they make knives out of the teeth. That shit is fucking sick. That shit is dope. Um, he, that's how he fights, man. That's how he fights with that duel. He's got one from um, yeah. Zendaya's character. That, His mom has one too. Yeah, yeah. She received one from one of the the house. Um, the handmaid. One of the handmaidens, right? I really like. I'm I'm intrigued to hear more like lore wise from the Fremen's perspective about the sandworms. Um, their depictions really cool. In in the house of Traitus, you know where they live, um, the fortress. I guess you could say there's like golden mur not murals like it's like indented in gold like yeah the whole design of the worm and it's just mm-hmm. it's just crazy like an engraving yeah yeah really really cool um design choices it's so so cool the thumping device dude dude the thumpers dude. yeah dude just calling the worms over to you jesus 
Um, Set it and forget it, baby. Yeah, for real. Uh, the way that they harvest spice, you see, like they give us one I love scene. The balloon lifts, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, the shit's like that. That's so stress as an anxiety inducing to watch. They're just hovering above, watching, you know, watching the the big machine collect the spice, and like, okay, there's definitely a worm coming. You got about and, three minutes. Everybody's like relatively chill, and we're like, like okay, we got. Th- well, I mean, it's coming, but we got three more minutes. We can get some more. We can get. Some, come on, keep it rolling for a second. Keep come it on, rolling. Come on, we got like a minute and a half. We got like two and a half more minutes of spice before we have to be like lifting off. Leto's having like an inner anxiety attack. Like, like we got, we got to get, get him out on my ships dude yeah and then paul almost just fucking dies right there dude my dude ods on spice you gotta put that mask on you gotta put your little nose literally he just runs out and it's like (laughs) so it it just immediately sends him into like vision mode like it fucking that shit it hits paul dude is tripping hard oh my god for sure for sure um I'm crazy. To, like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to I'm see crazy. him. I'm crazy. I'm batshit crazy, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm crazy. I'm sure, excited probably. to see how crazy shit's gonna get <laughs> once he's like forming a relationship with with the worm. Like, yeah, my man is is gonna. We're surfing and turfing, dude. <laughs> he's riding. He's. I just can't wait to see Paul become like the fucking badass dude, it's of the century. Great. It's gonna be great. Um. What they showed us in that main vision he had in the, when they were camping underground was just fucking insane. In this whole like, <laughs> dude, I didn't know you recorded that track. It was dude. me. I was there. Like, no. Yeah, you should have invited me. I would have done an octave with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see where this thing goes, man. I don't know if it's like a three part movie. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be two or three. Because I, I, from what you said, I know there's a, there's a lot of books, aren't there? Yeah, I can't remember how many the original author wrote, but his son wrote a few. Okay, gotcha. I'd like to know what uh, people thought of the book, if you guys have read it. Yeah. And if you've seen the movie. Let us know. Hit maybe, us up. Maybe you like David Lynch's version. That's cool. Dude, That's fine. if you please, I want somebody to like convince me to watch the David Lynch version. If you can do that, you know, one person comment that that's probably make all a we'll gif take. of Zach turning into polygons. What the fuck, please? <laughs> His shield is activated. Dude, can can we pull this off? Maybe I'll do it. Maybe, Maybe I'll put polygons on us for the whole episode. There you go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, man. Any closing thoughts for Dune? Um, watch this movie. If you like science fiction movies, you're probably going to like Dune. Yeah. I think trailers might make it look slow, and there are slow moments, but this was a a long long movie movie. that did not feel long at all. Uh, It's just really investing, you know, uh, and beautiful. I mean, there were definitely moments where I looked at Zach, and I was like, this is an exposition dump. Yeah. Like when he's learning about the planet, for sure. But it's like you gotta, you gotta but do like, it some dude, way. Dude, you're introducing a whole new universe to, to people. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, bro, Star Wars opens with a text crawl. The original Star Wars movie said, hey, here's three paragraphs of text that are required reading before yeah. you watch the movie. It's like there's no use in trying to put all of this in dialogue throughout. You just need to take a look here. <laughs> that said, I love the text crawl. Oh, of course. It's, I mean, it's iconic now, you know. So I... I I have zero complaints about this movie. Like, Dude, it was great. I feel like we've love been Batista. Oh my god, yeah. Love Jason Momoa. Love Dr- like every actor. All the actors did phenomenal. So good, so good. And I think it was just like that. That's a testament to like how um, Denny runs his sets. You know, he's very he cares. He's he's got this vision in his head, and he knows how to communicate it very clearly. He puts his actors in that world. And it just creates a really convincing, immersive experience. We love that. Absolutely. Um, I I totally think this movie is a ten out of ten. <laughs> I, I I think I agree with you, man. It was such a refreshing take on sci-fi epics. It's like the, you know, I haven't seen a good like epic like this in a while. I feel like The Northman might have been the last like epic. I think you're correct. Kind of movie i've seen um so it was nice it was really nice to see this and i can't, can't wait, wait. For dune 2 part 2 my guys part 2 part 2 if you guys saw dune let us know what you think again convince me to watch the david lynch one i will i just need a little little sweet talking just a tiny bit just just, just give me all your david enough. lynch facts give me yeah. all of the all the deets do you really want all the deets? I want all of it. I want all the dirty, lynchy deets. I want David Lynch himself to call, and Dude, we can have a conversation. I'd love to have David Lynch on the podcast. Could you imagine just like... <laughs> That'd be insane. Just a, a little wider lens on the camera. We're <laughs> skewed over a little bit. and like super, just... Our shoulders are touching. <laughs> like we're just... Today the we're here with David Lynch. Like here... He's, he's smoking a cigarette in between us. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, until next time, like, comment, subscribe. Hit us up. Let us know what's what. Hit, hit the bell. Motherfucking bell. Ding it. Um, we will be talking to you soon. This was the StoryWorks Podcast. I'm Zach Gosen. I'm Andrew Hall. We'll be seeing you. Sayonara. Hi. Hi. My name is Melville Dewey. We did it. Stop. <laughs>